Ivy and the CIA, an interview with Colleen Struby. Hello, everybody. We have with us Colleen. Thank you so much for joining our podcast. Thank you for the opportunity to, to chat with you guys and your audience. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm Colleen Struby. I'm a um, relationship development strategist, and I really just came to that uh, title not um, really too long ago. I'm really a um, master connector. And looking back over my work and my personal life and stuff, I realized that um, I'm really the hub. If you think about, you know, you want to be connected to other people. Um, and, and this is something that, you know, it takes time to realize, I think, people's dreams of what they're doing and things and, and doing a lot of work with coaches and uh, meeting new people and great people that I realized that I'm really a hub. And that really came about... Um, Back when I, you know, my early um, career, I was in IT for 20 years. I coded, I ran an IT department. I was really good at helping people um, from the shop floor communicate with people on the boardroom and, and really be that connector between um, those individuals. And then I was, you know, I was around this area. I'm in the DC metro area and I was looking for more and I had a side gig I was doing and I decided I wanted to build that side gig a little bit more. So I went to a networking group and uh, I did it on a Tuesday at 730 in the morning and I walked into that group and you know, kind of scared, didn't know what to do, wasn't sure how to talk to people, but I knew I wanted to build my business so I could spend time with my family. I have three, at the time I had three young boys and I walked into that group and it was a great experience. And I walked out of the, the meeting at nine o'clock and it happened to be 9-11 of 2001 at nine o'clock. So when I walked out, when I went into that meeting, the world was one way. And when I walked out, it was changing. And we didn't, especially around here in the DC metro area, it was crazy. And we didn't know what was going on. I was actually on my way to another networking meeting. And, you know, we, we did that and we worked, you know, went to that meeting. And over the next couple of weeks, it was, you know, things changed. And the next Tuesday, I don't know why. I mean, I knew everybody there at that meeting was okay, but I just felt compelled to go back to that meeting and, and connect with these people again. And now looking back 20, almost 20 years you know, from that, I realized that was really the point that started my whole networking career, my whole journey in this thing called networking and connecting with people. And that's what I've been doing for 20 years now, almost 20 years, just looking at, you know, how to help people find the right places to go network, you know, figuring out what to say when they're at those networking groups. And then most importantly is how to build those relationships after they meet, you know, someone and stay connected with them. I really feel that, you know, the connections are the key to what people are doing. And that's kind of what I look do now with my clients and, you know, I work with small businesses and associates associations to really helping them find the tools they need um, to really help them succeed at life and business. Colleen, my name is Dan. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm going to get to know you along with our audience as we ask you questions and you answer those questions. Uh, one of the terms you use, which I really love, is a connector because that is one of the outcomes that Ivy and I have for this podcast is to connect 
our audience with people that they may have never come across or met in everyday life, right? And we want to bring on people like yourself from varying backgrounds, have different stories, different experiences, because it may be something in your story that they connect with. And then you say something and you may be saying it for the fifth time they've heard it, or maybe the first time, but in either case, it's something about you that makes them do something different, right? It leads to a new action. And that may lead to a whole new trajectory in their life and a way for them to help them live their best life. Because our goal is to help people live their best life through the experiences and stories and connections of other people just like you. So we have a series of questions all with that purpose. Uh, The first question is, if I was a genie and I could grant you just one wish, what would be that wish? And a couple rules. One, you can't wish to become the genie and you can't wish for more wishes. So what would be the wish I could grant you? Uh, I would wish for unlimited resources. Uh, That way I'd be able to spend more time with family and friends creating amazing memories. And really, I'd be able to take that time to um, support and work with other people and really be um, of service to others. What has been one of your biggest failures and how did you learn from it? What did, how did you overcome it? I've been thinking about that lately in a couple other courses I've been doing. And, um, you know, it was hard to come up with like a, like a big failure. But what I realized is I don't fail enough. Like I don't take enough action sometimes to fail so that I can learn. Um, you know, I've been very uh, analytical all my life. So, and always wanting to do it right. And, you know, you hear, you know, do it right the first time and not, you know, you know, if you don't have time to do it right the first time, you don't have time to do it over. And I think that's a, something that I've, you know, you, you hear and then that kind of stops you or, you know, the thing about, you know, you can only make a, you know, a good impression one time, right? The first impression. So I think sometimes what that does is that that stops people from being in action. And I think if I would look at um, failures, I think one of the things is, that, like they say, fail faster, you know, um, you know, really do things and learn. And, and it's funny how we forget things that we already know, right? And we do, uh, back when I program, you know, I'd write code, I test it it not work, you redo it. it. And that was the process, you know, do it, you know, let it fail, test, improve, test, improve. And um, now that I've been in business, it, you know, I kind of need to go back to that same kind of philosophy is, you know, put something out there. Don't worry that you're going to need to tweak it. You know, maybe you have a version one, a version 1.1, a 1.2. So fail faster is one of the things that I would teach myself. So one of my favorite movies is Back to the Future. And obviously they have a time machine. And so if I could give you access to their time machine and you could travel back in time and visit your younger self, and you could pick any time period you'd like, and you could give your younger self advice now knowing what you know, what advice would you give yourself and why that advice? I love that movie too. <laughs> that was when, I, when somebody else has a question, is like, what's your favorite movie? It's like Back to the Future. I love anything having to do with time travel. It, it really intrigues me. Um, I think kind of on the same lines of thinking of um, taking action and tell my younger self to stop worrying, right? It's like, everything's going to work out. It's going to work out the way it's supposed to. Um, you'll have ups and downs, but overall, it, life is amazing. And you just need to, uh, you know, go with the flow and not stress as much. 
That is great advice, actually, to go with the flow, not stress as much. What is a superpower that you wish you had? I think my superpower um, that I think I have a little bit, you know, I have a little bit, but I want more of it is to be able to um, help people see the positive in everything. So, um, you know, looking at and be able to send positive vibes to people, be able to lift somebody up when they're down, um, you know, if, and looking at the positive sides of any situation, you know, especially, you know, this year that we've been in is going back. Um, I recently sent a card out to people and it was, you know, saying, you know, on the front, it was like, oh my God, it's been 2020. It's been crazy. And, but on the inside, I really had them flip it and say, you know, what's been the positive things that have happened this year um, to really, you know, take time to look back and look at that. So I would say, you know, that would be an awesome superpower to be able to just to, you know, really bring the positively positivity out in others. So that's a question that Ivy and I ask our clients is we'll say, what's something you're grateful for because of COVID, right? Or what's something you're looking forward to or excited about, even though it could be canceled because of everything going on, because it's, it's about looking at what's something we can't change, right? Like we, we didn't choose this to happen. We didn't choose the circumstances that it led to, um, at the same time, we either can accept it or we can linger in its disappointment or we can find opportunity in what it provided us. Maybe something a lot of people answer that question with more time with family because they forgot how little time they spent with family. And now they're spending more because this is keeping them at home, right? Or people are working from home. They used to go to an office, things like that. So no, I love that answer. Now, something you won't love, which would be a scenario where you were sentenced to life in prison and the warden said, Colleen, I'm going to give you one book. This is the only book you're going to have to read the rest of your life. What's that book you bring to prison with you? Ooh, um, I just read and read. I don't necessarily give it. Um, I will say one of the books I just read um, is called Average Sucks by Michael Burnoff. And it really talks about how we keep ourselves stuck in our average and looking at how you that every day we can improve and put, you know, push our average a little bit more. And, and I think that's something that um, people need to understand that, you know, we, we, uh, we create our own story and we can keep ourselves stuck in our own story. And if we look at it that way and be able to really push through that and we can create what we want to create. So I think that would be a, a great, you know, thing to just, because every day that you'd be stuck, you'd want to just improve a little bit more every day. If you were to change a story about reframing where you were stuck to being unstuck, what was that story that you had to change? So one of the things, one of the stories that I'm, you know, I work on that, um, that I learned when, you know, a child was uh, not to ask. So uh, that, you know, so, and, and it's still, you know, it's one of those limiting beliefs that, you know, I'm constantly trying to uh, rewrite and retell. And uh, so it, it makes it difficult when you're in, you know, in serving or sales, you know, where, where they tell you, oh, well, just go ask for the order or just go ask somebody. And it's, it's really hard when that's something that uh, you were taught when you were young not to ask. And if you did, you got in trouble kind of thing. So, but I'm working on, you know, doing that because 
you know, asking for help is one of the key things that people can do, right? It's like, you know, we can't know everything and we have so many great people around us and everyone has lived a different story. Even if we're in the same, what we think the same boat right now, we got there differently. So to be able to ask someone else how they got there and really learn from their experience is phenomenal. So I, I would say that if I was working on, you know, that, piece, it would be, you know, looking at that. So. so in your profession, is there some advice that you hear others giving that you want to help warn people like, no, no, I don't like that advice. It's not good advice. And then maybe what's the better advice you could give as an alternative? One of the things, uh, and this is from in the past, so things have kind of evolved. So now that we're not as um, transactional in our our connections with people, say in transactional and sales, and we're really trying to build relationships with people and and have stronger relationships with the people that we're serving, whether it's our clients, our prospects. Uh, In the past, people would always, uh, you know, put their logo on everything. I mean, that was the key marketing thing is you put your logo on everything. Every time you meet somebody, you ask them for the referral. Every time, you know, you do that. Like I've seen people send holiday cards and put their business cards in there. And it's, it's one of those things I'm like, no, stop doing that. (laughs) You know, um, especially like right now, if someone has a, you know, they, they, someone has a sale or they purchase from somebody and they say, Oh, thank you so much for, for your business. Um, and who else do you know that I can serve right at the very same time? And what that really does is that that cheapens the thank you, right? So what I teach my clients is to really separate those two um, activities. One, because now you've touched that person multiple times. But when you when someone gives you an order, they you know exchange money for a service, just thank them, make it a genuine thank you. And then, you know, follow up in a a couple weeks, you know, um, or a month to say, hey, I'm checking in. How are you doing? And that's when you can ask for the order, because then that's when, you know, they've loved your service. They really want to help you. And it just really separates those two activities. And it really gives um, each of the activities um, the time and effort that they deserve. That's sound advice. And I've done it both ways where I've asked for that and also followed up or asked for who in your life had made the most impact and made you the person who you are today. I would say the person that's made me the person I am today, uh, maybe it's not just one person, it's, it's family and your, you know, the family I, I chose to have. So it's, it's, you know, my immediate family, my husband is amazing. Um, he gives me the ability to do what I do. Um, because he works hard. And so that gives me the time to be able to do uh, what I want to do. And I would say my other family is really all the people that I've met through networking, because I've met so many amazing people and mentors and coaches and just people I've helped um, over the years that that I feel like every person that that you come in contact with really makes you who you are, because it's a journey. I told you the purpose of this podcast is to help people live their best life, right? Through hearing your story and knowing your experiences. Um, If you were left with just one piece of advice you could give our audience, 
to help them live their best life, what would be that advice? I believe that um, connections are key for people to succeed in life and business. So um, that's like my main core piece. So I would say if you're looking to improve um, your business, improve your relationships, it's look at the tools that can really help you do that. You know, search out the people that you might need to be connected with, whether that's a, a coach or a mentor, you know, search out the tools that can give you um, the knowledge that you would need to help build your relationships better and, and really look at, you know, the different places that you're connecting with people and really build on those relationships. That is how business is done. It is, that is the currency. And what is a question that we should have asked you that we didn't ask? I think one of the things that I I'm finding out recently, and, and it's because of my own challenges that I've had through trying to grow a business is, um, and I, th- I talked a little bit about it earlier, is about implementation and really taking action and implementing. And I find that uh, that's where a lot of people are struggling. So one of the things that I'm working on is actually helping people to get things implemented. So not only, you know, going to, you know, so many times I've gone to a, a training course, you know, you go, you spend a day, you learn some amazing stuff, you make notes, you you have this whole list that you want to implement when you get back home. You get back home and life takes over and um, you don't implement, right? So I'm working um, with my uh, clients and, and to, uh, customers to really help them develop that process um, to put into place to be able to build those relationships, have, you know, look at all the, the, the parts of the puzzle, you know, and, and looking at like all the various tools and resources that they need to really um, succeed in their business by building relationships with other, um, their prospects, their strategic partners, their clients, and really get it to a point where they've implemented a full uh, relationship uh, development system. How can our audience get in touch with you? Find me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Uh, I also, uh, my website, ColleenStruby.com. Colleen, we really appreciate you spending the time with us today. Um, I imagine there's going to be people out there that may never have come across you in just everyday life, but hear you today, hear some of these answers you've given and some of the story you've told. And when they reach out to you, I know you'll be of value to them. So we really appreciate you taking the time to join us today on our podcast. To learn more about Ivy and the CIA, go to ivyandthecia.com. To learn more about Dan Crum, go to dancrum.com.